I know your works. You are neither hot nor cold. Would that you were either hot or cold. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich and I have prospered and I need nothing. Not realizing that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. These are the words of Jesus Christ. The Lord himself has given us a loud wake-up call. Do not be lukewarm. Do not sit on that fence because that fence belongs to the devil. Jesus wants you to choose a side instead of playing ignorant. We are to choose hot or cold, not to stay lukewarm. Lukewarm Christianity is the devil's playground. It's where our souls get lost if we don't reel them in, lured away by the shadows with shiny objects and pretty things and distractions of all kinds. It's where the devil finds his most meaningful prey. Believers who are misusing their faith and rejecting the grace and mercy of God, thinking they are just fine as they are. But being lukewarm in Christianity is a slippery slope and a treacherous battle that all of us will encounter at one point or another. The importance is whether we will succumb to a willing ignorance on the fence or choose our side boldly. The lukewarm are the enemy of God, a danger to eternity. That statement stands loud and with no shame. The enemies of God lie with the lukewarm. That's not to be taken lightly. Why? James 4.4 says, You adulterous people, Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. To be lukewarm is to be dipped in with the world, having the appearance of God, but being of the world. To be lukewarm is to deceive and create an image of relying on God, but truly relying on yourself and of your own accord. 2 Timothy 3, verse 5 warns us against such people, saying, Having the appearance of godliness but denying its power, avoid such people. Being lukewarm is being okay with being comfortable. It's not growing in Christ and assuming that you are remaining in the place you were before entering the lukewarm state. But that's not true. If you aren't moving forward, you are not standing still. You're falling backwards. The state of being lukewarm affects people differently, but broadly, it's living in a faith that has no effect, a belief that doesn't shake those around you and doesn't shake you, faith in which you do what you want to, and there's no genuine reverence for God. In my life, lukewarm swelled up and took over when I began feeling comfortable in my sin. Not that I was ever okay with it, but I wasn't fighting against it. I would feel the guilt and I would hear the conviction and I'd feel bad. But when it came down to it, I wasn't actually taking any sort of action to follow Christ fervently. I had no energy to call into God. I knew he was a God of grace and I took advantage of it. I knew he was so loving and I thought the acknowledgement of his glory was good enough. But even the demons recognize God's majesty. Even Satan himself knows the magnitude of the power that our creator has. I thought by simply being aware of God's being, my heart posture was fine. Good enough. But I didn't realize that by acting the way I had, opened the gates to my guarded heart and allowed for the enemy to begin to unravel me. 
it wasn't until I became aware of my lukewarm state that I saw change for the better. I didn't realize how far being lukewarm had taken me down. I thought I was staying in the same place that I was before. I thought I was fine, but I was falling and falling far and distant from God. I seriously praise the Holy Spirit for giving me that awareness and the discernment to see that I was in a path that I shouldn't have been in, a path that I needed to wake up from. So why does Christ use lukewarm as the descriptor in these verses I opened with in Revelation chapter 3, verses 15 through 17? To the unknown ear, it seems like a generally meaningless word, but the density of this word is heavy. The context of this passage is being directed at the Laodiceans, and they grasp the concept of lukewarm well. Christ knew to use this analogy with them because the water of Laodicea was unlike hot springs in which people would bathe in, and it was unlike the refreshing cold water either, ideal for drinking and cooling off. Instead, the city's drinking water went through a passage that caused its arrival to the city and its people to be lukewarm, and in turn, disgusting. It was useless and nauseating. The Lord's response to this lukewarm state, I will spit you out of my mouth. Harsh. But Jesus wasn't afraid of being blunt as he follows up in verse 19 saying, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. He's not saying these words to be dramatic, but instead to show his great love. He doesn't want us to fall into the empty world, into a pit of hell. He wants our faith to have a purpose. He doesn't want us to be useless in faith. He doesn't want us to nauseate. He wants us to have an impact in his name. More so, he wants to welcome you into his arms, not spit you out. So what's so bad about being lukewarm? When you surround yourself with the likeness of lukewarm, you no longer represent Christ. In fact, you deceive anyone who looks at you and bear a false witness. Christ did not lay on both sides of the dime. He was bold in his proclamation and all knew where he stood. He did not seek out to please those around him in every corner. Instead, he showed them the truth and they fell in love and in awe of his being. When we walk in lukewarmth, we deny the might of God. We aren't meant to please those around us or even to please ourselves, but to please God. We think that by following rules and respecting tradition, we please God. But that's not what pleases him when our hearts aren't in the right place. In Isaiah 29, verse 13, the Lord says, These people come near me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they've been taught. Confessing Christ as king is not only a statement, but an active belief. Anyone can say Christ is king without their heart being actively positioned toward the king. I can do things under the kingdom, but it doesn't mean I submit to that kingdom. I can fight a war for the kingdom and still not be willing to die for the king. Mere words have power, but mere words aren't enough for Christ if the heart lies in an unstable foundation and not in him. Oftentimes, we claim Christ, but then we play it safe in all aspects of our life. Afraid to get out of our comfort zone, afraid to offend, unwilling to put in the effort. Playing it safe is dangerous eternally. Being a lukewarm Christian is likely to tempt others and cause them to stumble. It's a stance that can cause confusion and chaos. And God is not a God of chaos. 
He likes order. When you're lukewarm, you're not useful. You are a rebel against his army, attempting to be a spy but failing miserably. Being lukewarm also brings turmoil into your own life, causing you battles that seem impossible to win because you are fighting a battle that's meant to have Christ in it. Satan wants to lead Christians into comfort because he knows that that means the community is weakened. If he can cause the hearts of these so-called Christians to turn away from Christ and convince them that they're still living for him, then all the hearts are taken to Satan's sides altogether. For some people, Satan will cause loud and obnoxious attacks, but for others, he will quietly slither in and just get you comfortable with his presence so you are no longer actively seeking after Christ. So you are just in your space, living life without any sort of disturbance or action towards Christ. Elijah asks in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, How long will you go limping between two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. God is asking you this right now. If Christ is our Lord, then follow him. But if the world holds your heart, then follow the adversary fully. Don't be like the people before Elijah, unanswering. Answer to the Lord. Our purpose is to point people to the source of life, which is Christ. When we are lukewarm, who do we point to? We must ask ourselves, are we walking with the Lord? A true Christian will not be able to go on for long in sin. The Holy Spirit will call on you to discern and repent. Putting on a good show of being a good Christian does not mean you have been born again. One who has given themselves to Christ will bear fruit and in any temptation or fall into sin, continuously return to Christ and not sit in their works or their mistakes and sins. Christ has redeemed us. And if he has done such, then through the Holy Spirit, we bear fruit and walk. We are saved by grace through faith, purified in Jesus Christ's name and not by our efforts or work. But through that salvation comes the fruit, which are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These things are the things we must embody and not sit and comply in the comfort of this world. If we are to surrender Christ fully, we are to spread his name continuously and to walk in the purpose he has given us boldly. Walk in love because God loves you. God is not ashamed of us. He doesn't want us to be lukewarm because we're his children. He wants us to be in his presence completely encompassed by who he is and completely surrounded by his grace and mercy. If you found yourself in the lukewarm state, you aren't alone and you're not a lost cause. In fact, you are a waiting testimony, eager to be fulfilled. Our creator is love. Our creator sustains us. Our creator sanctifies us. As his believers, we are his. It can be so hard to be consistent in our relationship with Christ, but he is faithful. He doesn't leave us. He is calling you back to him with open arms. Christ died and rose again for you. Knowing how you would fail him, knowing how you would reject him, how you would disobey him, but he continues to be our salvation and loving us so much that regardless of what we have done or where we have been, how miserable we have been, he saves us and he forgives 
gives us, purifying us. Nothing can keep you from Christ. Satan cannot hold any chains on you. If you are the son or daughter of the Lord Almighty, you aren't imprisoned by sin. There is no more claim on your name in the world any longer. He frees us from the lies and the deception that the devil works so hard to feed us. Don't get comfortable. Remember who Christ is. Remember the reasons behind the devil's schemes. It's because he knows Christ has overcome. Our flesh desires to be comfortable and pleased. The devil wants us to think that we are fine with being relaxed, but we are not going to fall for these lies that are attempting to take us away from the living God and from living in his will for us. We are his children called to obey him and spread his name upon all the earth. We are called to talk about the salvation of Jesus Christ, our Lord. You may have fallen into lukewarm Christianity, but hope lives on. Grace and mercy are never ending, new every morning. We can repent in his name and know that even when we trip up, he continuously leads us out of that darkness. No matter what you have done, no matter how miserable your sin is, no matter how distant you have been, God is ready to redeem. He is all-powerful and his sanctification and purification is unlike our capabilities and it is beyond our comprehension. It is life-altering and worth everything to become bold and to choose the side of the Lord. Happy 2023! One year ago this month, I posted the last uploaded episode of Metanoia. And through that year, I have experienced so much. 2022 has been busy. I've been majorly busy with the coffee shop I opened up that same day of my last upload. And wow, do I have some stories and testimonies of God's love and power filling the walls up in that place. Now that I've taken that hiatus, I am ready to be back. And God willing, I'm going to be releasing a lot more episodes this year. And it's my heart that these episodes plant a seed in you so that Christ may be magnified. So thanks for coming back. And here's to another year of boldly and completely seeking Christ. Christ.